did what any normal new driver would do. I try to flee, and then I pull into a parking lot, blockbuster parking lot that was in like a little strip mall. Yeah. And I park into the first parking spot I can find in the middle of a bunch of other cars, and I turn off my car and like hide. <laughs> it was instinct. I don't know how I did it. I just knew to do it. Welcome to Song Swap Showdown. Uh, I am one of two of your hosts, Chris Vaglio, and I am joined by Amanda, that girl, Sharp. (laughs) But you know what? This is going to be a fabulous show. And I feel like I say that every single week, but like, I really, really, really also mean it this week. (laughs) I know. I know. Well, you do mean it this week. I think you mean it every week, but this this week in particular, this will be a fun one because we were already starting before we went on. We were already starting to like talk nostalgia and i'm like oh we gotta save it for the show save it for the show save it for the show so yes good morning dave mattingly uh new wave dave our vip himself i mm-hmm. uh, said good morning music mixers uh i think that we're gonna have a lot of people chiming in today so uh if you are watching us live of course please feel free to chime in and play along as we go on throughout the day because i feel like you're gonna have a lot of memories to share if you want to share and uh real quick uh, some quick housekeeping. If yeah. this is your first time checking out Song Swap Showdown, whether you're joining us live here on our live stream as we normally do uh, at 8.15 a.m. Eastern Standard Time every single Monday, or you're catching us on demand on YouTube or listening to us on the go wherever you get podcasts, uh, we welcome you. And how the show typically works is every week, Amanda and I each swap three songs each with one another that we don't think the others heard before. And those song selections, the little playlists we build for each other, are based on a theme that is chosen by spinning the wheel of themes at the end of every episode, which is compiled by our ideas and your ideas, our community. Mm. That is right. This is a community effort. And so those ideas are thrown on the wheel of themes, and we spin it at the end of every show. So that's why you want to stay all the way to the end, so that way you can find out what next week's theme will be. We then rate those songs on a scale of one to five records, with one being a dumpster fire. No, don't like it. Goodbye. It's going to be a flat tire of a song. Uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) uh, You see what I did there? I did. All the way up to five records, which is heavily music to our ear, which is riding on the highway to heaven. So is it a highway to hell or a highway to heaven? That is one to five records this week. <laughs> Amanda, last week, as we do, we spun the wheel of themes. Yes, and it we landed did. on a fun one that was chosen by one of our community members. Yes. Miss Angel Love. We love her. Thank mm. you so much for suggesting that. What is our theme this week, Amanda? It is Pitcher. You just are newly licensed and you have keys in your hand and you are like just getting ready to press on the gas pedal and go on your maiden voyage behind the wheel of your very first vehicle for the very first time. What is playing on the radio? Woo. Yes. (gasps) That freedom, that freedom, getting your driver's license and, uh, for me, I'm pretty sure probably for you, I think for some most parts of the country, um, 
17 is the legal age to get your license. Although I think in like Pennsylvania, it's 16. We're a 16. You're Michigan's a 16. Yeah. Owen started doing so. Wow. Okay. We got our driver's licenses. It's, mm-hmm. It was a little different than I think what the babies have to go through these days. Where right, it's a little Owen, different. Yeah, Owen starts taking driver's education at fourteen years and nine months. Wow, Can actually, that's imagine? really. But that's actually really smart. I think the more they learn early on to drive in the rules of the road, the better off it's going to be. You would because, think. Yes, because when I took it, I took. Uh, education course that was I honestly think it was yeah. I drove for like six hours behind a wheel with Mr. What was his name um, for like six hours total total and then you take the test yeah and, you take the written test yes and then you're like deemed worthy enough yeah. to find a wheel that could literally kill somebody or yeah. yourself like so now I don't disagree that there was some yeah. more training needed. So the yeah. hours here in Michigan, there's two segments that you have to go through and you have to document through an app many hours, which include nighttime driving. Yeah. Nighttime driving is definitely, uh, I think for me and still to this day, I hate driving at night. And I remember yeah. driving at night for the very first time. Yeah. And yeah, it is that that is that is a scary thing to do when you haven't been used to doing it and uh yeah so for here in new jersey at 16 you get your learner's permit okay and they're on your learner's permit for the year until you get oh wow you know you take your driver's test and then you know when you pass your driver's test you get your full-on license if you don't then you gotta keep taking it again until you pass um i remember that the the written test i actually failed by like like two points or something like that. Like it was so close. I couldn't believe it. So I had to take the written test again because you can't get your learner's permit without taking the written test. Sure. It's like a whole thing. I was so, I was so devastated. I'm like, how did I possibly pa- fail this? Like I studied so hard for it. And I, and I, I had to like pass. go and take it at the, pl- at like the secretary of state, I believe when I was doing it where mm-hmm. my son actually takes it at the education center now he doesn't have to take it at the actual like secretary of state and so it's basically like every student will pass right they'll just be like all right try again yeah (laughs) because they're really heavy on just like behind the wheel experience and that's a whole different ballgame when you have kids and you're the passenger seat driver on (sighs) your kids in the driver's seat yeah you do not have a brake pedal like the instructors do yeah it's definitely uh uh, then yeah teaching my kids my, both my daughters how to drive is uh, an experience because then i go man now i know what my now i know what my parents went through mostly my father was the one that taught me how to drive i'm like now i remember uh and now now i know how he felt like it, it was it's it's different when now you're the you're the teacher yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, and I it's think crazy with your girls being a little bit older than owen i'm pretty sure we had a conversation where i called you in tears yes or at least voice messaged you in tears i was like i don't i don't want to do this anymore <laughs> Yeah, it's not easy, man. It was definitely a lot of screaming and shouting and yes. getting angry. And I'm like, now I know exactly how my father felt. Yep. I thought Owen was going to hate me for the rest of his life after a terrible incident of parallel parking. It was so bad. <laughs> parallel parking is the worst. I was like, Chris, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> oh, man, it's going to be great. So listen, oh, I, I know gosh. we can go on and on. we got a lot of stories to talk about. we got a lot of songs to get to today. Uh, I know everybody's going to have a lot of nostalgia, probably a lot of comments. So once again, please feel free to put them in while you're watching live or 
if you're checking out the replay of this and you're on YouTube, feel free to add the comments afterwards as well. Uh, before we dive in, though, want to just share a little something really quick. So anybody that's been following our journey here, uh, if you've been following the show over the last three seasons, uh, or if you're new to the show, great. You've probably heard us talk a little bit about, uh, especially when it comes to our YouTube channel, some of the growth we've been experiencing. And honestly, that's due to like all you guys, I'm everybody really out there. Uh, we really appreciate it. I mean, we talk about it all the time. We're always saying, hit that subscribe button, smash the bell, hit that subscribe button. And you've been doing it. You've actually been listening to us and, and doing that. And so we have really had a lot of growth here. And so it's 2023 when we're recording this video. And we've we've talked about this before, but just to recap. In January of this year, we had 137 subscribers on this show. But I think and, it was and we something were proud like that. of that. And we, we were, were so proud. proud. We were like, we're over 100. This is like, great. This is big news. <laughs> yeah. So we were so proud of that. And then it kind of sat there for a bit. And then somewhere very early spring, we started seeing an uptick. Very small, but we're like, oh, people are subscribing. And then at some point, it just went zoom. And here we are. We can proudly say, as of today, we're sitting at over 4,000 subscribers on this channel. So in a little over eight months, uh, we went from 137 to over 4,000. And it's just, it's because of everybody here. It's You guys yeah. all seem to like the content. We appreciate it. Thanks for everybody who takes the time to comment and engage with us here on YouTube. Good or bad, we like it. As long as you're you're having fun. And if, if we provoke an emotion one way or the other, <laughs> well, hopefully you've stuck around to, to see us uh, to see more and maybe yes. see what else we're going to say. So we really appreciate all of you. And we've had so many uh, great comments from the community here. So many notes of congratulations. But uh, we actually had one. You sent one to me this morning, Amanda, which was really nice. Yes. Um, this was really nice. You want it? You want to set this up? And while I get this queued up and ready to go? Absolutely. Well, while we love the support, we also love supporting others. And so I had reached out to a, I'll say like a brother fellow YouTube channel and just saying congratulations to them on their growth that they've had this year. And I had said, hey, you know what? If you want us to do a little ad read on you for our podcast, we would be more than happy to do that. And so here we were expecting, you know, just a little plug in for his his show, which is so amazing. And he ended up sending us a message like this instead. And when we heard it this morning, we just couldn't help but smile. And we hope you guys can too. And it also will dive into a little bit of what his podcast is about because it is so much fun. Hey, Chris and Amanda, Lee from Lights Camera Ranch. Want to say a big congratulations on you guys hitting 4K on your YouTube channel. You guys have been killing it all year, and I can't wait to see where you guys are going to be in the next 12 months. I have no doubt you will hit 10K within that time frame, and it's just going to be so fantastic to see. And look, if any of your listeners or viewers are looking for any new TV or movie recommendations, I highly recommend to come and jump over to Lights Camera Rant, where we're ranting, raving, and reviewing all the latest movies and TV shows and video games. But I just am so proud of you guys, and it's just fantastic to see. Hope you guys have a great day. Let's dive into Let's it. it. Let's start the show. It's just mm -hmm. so much great stuff. So, all right. So once again, we traded songs. We swapped songs with each other. Mm -hmm. These are <laughs> definitely songs in a time capsule. Because these would have been the songs that we would have been listening to 
They definitely would have been on our playlist, on our mixtapes <laughs> and CDs going yeah. as we're the freedom of driving our vehicles for the first time and being able to crank the tunes we want to listen to, mm -hmm. not be beholden to our parents' radio, even though we'd fight for them. Like, put, put my music on, put my music on, <laughs> you know, and make our parents have to sit through stuff that they weren't ex exactly into. But, man, I remember, so I got my license. So here we go. Here's, here's the date. Uh, my birthday is on March 15th mm -hmm. and I got my license in the tender year of 1991. <laughs> That's when I got my driver's license. So it was, it was the year of 1991. Yes. The year of 1991 <laughs> is when I got my driver's license. And so looking back at that time and what I would have been listening to really hasn't changed too much. Not, I go, my, my musical taste really hasn't changed much. I mean, I'm yeah. still listening to a lot of the same songs. Uh, definitely some newer bands that weren't even out then, but like, sure. you know, it was when I looked back to, to say, Oh wait, what would I have been listening to? What albums came out around that time? And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is, and I totally remember like having those, cause having those cassettes because <laughs> your yeah. car, and we've talked about this before. Here's a picture of the inside of my car, cassette tapes everywhere, <laughs> usually on the seat. And then you're driving and you're like this and like that. And then the CDs, before even had the case, you'd have CD jewel boxes everywhere, stuff yes. everywhere, you know. So my first car, I um, I didn't even have a cassette deck or anything in it. Mm -hmm. I had to go and install. I had to go get one from like Sears and then like have a friend <laughs> install it. And uh, my first car was a 1986 Mercury Topaz. Woo! That was my first car. I think I got it for like six hundred dollars. Oh, back <laughs> when you could get a car that would run for six hundred dollars. Yeah. It didn't last very long, but I, it was that was the first car. It was a blue, like almost like a like a powder blue or like sky blue kind of Mercury Topaz. I love that. It was a 1986 Mercury Topaz. That, but it that. didn't matter. It's <laughs> oh, really it didn't, didn't matter. matter. It was wheels that got you away from home. Yeah, exactly. No offense, Mr. and Mrs. Baglio. <laughs> yep, Nothing <yep>. personal. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, they were happy. But it was great. You know, I drive myself to work, drive myself yes. to school. Like, yes. it was freedom. That's what it was. What was your first car? It was a 89 Buick Century. And I didn't start driving until 1997-ish, right? So I was it was white, and it had a red interior, and I called her Ruby. And boy, did I think that that car was just perfect. And I did have to sit on a pillow because seats weren't what they are now. They no. don't go, nope. nope. It was like, clunk, clunk. Yeah, you literally had to sit on a pillow or a rolled up blanket. <laughs> Yeah, it either rolled closer to the yeah. gas pedal or like in the back, like did go front yeah. and back a little bit. But there were not these manipulations to make your seat where it needed to be. So I did have to sit on a pillow the entire time I owned that car. Yeah. Wow. But I loved it. No, nope. listen, it's first first car. You, you're definitely in love with your first car, no matter how much of a jalopy it could possibly Absolutely. be. Absolutely. Um, Dave is saying my first car was a VW Beetle <sighs> that was older than me. <laughs> You know, I remember my father had a VW a Beetle for a little bit. I think Beetles are so cute. <laughs> so, so cute. Yeah, they really are. Um, Tony Forkboy Denial checking with good morning. Sorry I'm late. It's okay, sir. We won't. It's we okay. Won't, hey. We won't dock you. <laughs> not at all. And happy anniversary a day late. I know I said it yes. yesterday, but happy anniversary to you and your beautiful bride. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Happy anniversary, my friend. And let us know below, everybody, if you're if you're checking us out live. What was your first car? The first car you ever owned? Uh, yep, Tony, I, the 76 Buick Regal, buddy. 
Love it. I love it. Yeah. Can't go Scott wrong with the also, Buick. Scott is also checking in Scott Rewall. I apologize for my tardiness. I, a lot of everybody's I think they're apologizing to you. More than I anybody. doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my first car was um was definitely I, I that thing was uh I was trying to think I don't even think I made it through a whole year with that car. And then what was get the gas price when you started driving? 99 cents. Actually depends too because the regular the gas station right by my house I think was actually 89 cents or mm -hmm. 79 cents. And then for super, it was like a dollar oh nine or something okay. like that. Crazy. Yes. Yeah, it was, I remember being like between like 89 cents and 99 cents a gallon. And I feel like it stayed that way for a very long time because I, that's about what I was paying to when I start and to look back and go, oh my gosh, to pay like less than a dollar for a gallon of gas, mind blowing. I mean, can you imagine that? And then even, you know, even going further back to like our parents and all that stuff, like what they paid for gas. I know. But, I know. Yeah. Scott had 81 Camaro. <laughs> Love it. That seems really fancy. Yep. 76 cents a gallon Hess in, on 46 in Rockway back in the day. Yeah. Nice crazy nice. it was great yeah you used to get super tuesday would be the day that you'd get like the little discount a lot a, a lot of gas stations the, the tuesday the tuesday discount on gas i mean just think you could take four quarters mm -hmm. and get a gallon of gas and that and get week. a gallon of gas like you literally you to get. could pull the change off the floor of yes. your car and get gas i can't that even... was back in the back in the day back in the day we sound old when we say that yeah. but really Back in the day, we could get it for less than a dollar. Oh, you really could. Lord Crazy. Yes. So for all our younger viewers out there and people who check out the show, yes, we are back old. And we remember back in the day when you could get gas for less than a dollar. <laughs> so, oh, boy. All right. So let's get into it. Let's get into the music. People are here to hear us talk about music. At yes, least I think. Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> for, for, I think they are. But uh, all right, so we've got some really good tunes uh, picked out for each other this week. And I think it's pretty indicative of, once again, where we're at during the time in our lives, yeah. what was on the radio, what was popular, and what we were into yeah. back then, which, once again, I said, I am still into these songs that I picked. So not much has changed from 1991 for me. Um, and the same for me. I think my list is very, I yeah. could have easily contributed this list on a very normal show. Yeah, <laughs> Scott. Yeah. Cup holders were always good for about three gallons of gas. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, Scott. I love. I love that. I totally that image just filled with change, <laughs> digging through anything silver. <laughs> Even pennies counted at that time. Heck yeah. Um, and I will just say, last week I teased about the time that I got pulled over doing an ungodly speed. So if you hang into the latest, the last part of this episode, uh, maybe I, no, for sure I will share story. that story. Mm -hmm. Story time, story and time. And my butt should have gotten arrested. Oh, okay. So hang in there for another hang six songs worth, and you're going to hear how Amanda. I did not go to jail. <laughs> oh, Amanda almost was arrested, almost in handcuffs. <laughs> oh, my mom would have killed me. Your mom would have definitely killed you. Oh, sorry, mom. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't know. <laughs> She's got to know now. Absolutely. Uh, all right, so who's going first this week? I think I, I mean, went first last week, right? Okay, so I'll go first because your first song to me mm -hmm. 
is something. It is Pound Cake by Van Halen. Yes. Um, <laughs> listen. I, I love how you started. It was something. It was something. <laughs> I, I already know I'm off to a bad start when Amanda goes, your first song to me, it was something. We might as well start with the worst of the three. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, come on. It's not, Pound not, Cake. Not come on. <laughs> <laughs> I will say... The song started off in a power drill. Yeah. Eddie playing the drill on a guitar. I do love the sound of a power drill. I love a power drill. We know you like power tools. Yes, I love power tools. So for me, I'm like, all right, that is okay. And then I just feel like the song might have went down from there. Really? I do. It was over five minutes long, including the power drilling. (laughs) It's Van Halen. (laughs) This is a a song you turn up to like 100 in the car. I did not do that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but I can appreciate that you would have. And you know, I just <laughs> But it's good for you. It's good I for appreciate you. how I appreciate how you could like it. Me. <laughs> and you know, but you know what I found interesting is of all of their right. songs. Yeah, my, little, my little Van Helen, <laughs> my little Eddie Van Helen pop. <laughs> Aww, that that is cute. That is cute. I just what I found interesting was of all their songs that that was the one that you chose. So well, Explain that to me. Yeah, so in 1991, um, for unlawful carnal knowledge, the F-U-C-K record came out. F-U-C-K record. <laughs> and, you know, that was, I mean, I'm, you know me, Tony knows this as well. <laughs> I'm a huge Van Halen fan. And mm-hmm. uh, and this was mm-hmm. the era of Van Halen when Sammy Hagar was the singer. So this was the third record that they released with Sammy Hagar as a singer. And I loved this record like absolutely loved this record it came out right at a time when i got my driver's license and there's nothing better than for me than cranking van halen as loud as i can out my car with car windows down i uh my my uncle was the one who got me into van halen and we used to drive around and he would crank van halen in in his car and he used to have a fiero back in the day a pontiac fiero and we used to crank van halen and drive around and so i was like now that i got my car i can crank van halen and this record came out just at that time and i loved it and I, I think the production on this record's awesome. I love the way Eddie's guitar sounds. I'm a huge fan, so it's like it's uh, it's hard for me to speak objectively about Van Halen and this record. Mm-hmm. But I love that this is the album opener. It just cranks, and then this was also the year. I might add that the uh, that the that the Rangers um, oh that the Rangers were starting at the beginning of making you know. Um, having a good season, and then the okay. next year they would win the Stanley Cup. And, okay. And I remember one of the songs they used to play, which is uh, "Don't Dream It's Over," which is another song on this record. So that would be a year later sure. that they would uh, they would use that in a lot of the promos. So this record as a whole kind of holds a very special place for me. For sure. For for all those things like getting my license, and the Rangers winning the Stanley Cup. You know, a few years later, actually '94. So it was like. It was just great. And this record, I absolutely love this record. So yeah, pound pound cake. So I feel like I just, I was a little surprised that this was the song. I'm not surprised that Van Halen was on your list. I was surprised that this was one of your favorites. But you know what? That's the beauty. When you have your own car, you can roll down the windows. And this was before power windows, you guys. So you had to lean very far over to get the passenger one down. 
Yep. Wild yeah, driving. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and by the way, I also want to add, I didn't have air conditioner in that car either. <laughs> the AC you know, didn't work. I don't think I – I think I did, but my mom and dad made me think, and this could mm-hmm. be true, could not be true, that it used up so much gas. Oh, don't do that because it will be so much gas. Just use your windows. Yeah. And so I like probably absolutely – sweated like crazy because of that when I absolutely could have used that. Right. <laughs> used the when you absolutely could have used that. AC and spent 75 yeah. cents out of a gallon of gas to be cool all summer long. Right. <laughs> um, but, you know, I like the power drill. It's a long song. I don't – I really didn't hate it. And what I, one thing I will say, when I was reading up on the meaning of the song and mm-hmm. whatnot, I did appreciate that the song was basically about pound cake, not pound cake, but it's about people. And it's like, they're like pound cake. What you see is what you get sometimes, you know? And I really, I go, you know, that's so true. Because when you look at pound cake, what you see is what you get. Yeah. And who doesn't Do like, like a pound good pound cake? cake? Do you like pound cake? I, I, when I used to eat that, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's heavy. Yeah. The Entenmann's pound cake. And you guys oh, all know what I'm talking about. The Entenmann's yeah, pound cake. Sure do. There's two things that you could show up with at pretty much any gathering Fair. if you didn't have time to bake. And one was the Entenmann's pound cake, and the other one's the Entenmann's crumb cake, the coffee crumb oh, cake. That's that's my preferred. Hook, it's a line, and lighter. sinker. <laughs> yes. The yeah. pound cake I can do. I mean, the pound cake's fine, but it's just so much for me where the the coffee cake. Yeah. A little lighter. I like it. Yep. Yeah. All, All right. right. So you want to hear a little bit of pound cake? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Let's hear some pound cake. Listen to that. Yeah. I feel the sense of freedom. Yes. Windows down. Are you, what speed are you going when this one's playing? If it's on, if it's on Route 80. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't incriminate yourself. <laughs> Although around town, I, I'm, you know, respectful around town, you know, like back road, you know, it's, you can't go that so, fast. Would you turn it down when you just pull it in the driveway? Like, no. You, know, you just keep it blasting? Keep it blasting. Home. Let oh them know I'm home. <laughs> Let the neighbors know I'm home. Hear me, hear me coming down the road. Let's go. <laughs> Great song, I, man. You know, it's it's a good song. It it's is a good song. song. It's a fun song. I just <laughs> Once again, I can't I can't speak objectively about it. I really can't. Because I love it. You got the memories attached to it, and that is okay. I do. That is okay. So, all right, where do I rate this? I don't hate it. I don't Chris, hate it. Chris picked Pound Cake, the finest song that a man hasn't heard. All the other songs today are big hits. What's up with that? Well, because it was what was on the radio, right? So I guess if I you mean, were. I mean, it were, didn't even have to be on the radio. I was just a Van Halen fan. And it was on the radio, yeah. though. Like back here, you yeah. know, back in the day, WDHA 105.5, still the rock station here in Northern Jersey, played the heck out of Van Halen. They still play the heck out of Van but Halen. But did they play the heck out of that song? It was the first single. Okay, so they would have then. Okay. This was the first single off that record when so it, when it was released. This was the single, the first single. Yeah, the second one was "Runaround," which you made. What a strategy! Know. Yeah, that just seems like such an odd it's, choice. It, it's Eddie, and he's got the. It's you know, 
It's Van okay. Halen, though, but right. it sounds like a Van Halen song. All right. So where do I rate this song? I don't where do you it. rate the song on scale of one to five records? I got it's, a feeling I know what's going to happen. It's not a dumpster fire. It really is not. It is not a five record for me by any stretch of the imagination. I didn't think so it would be. It's a slightly above average, but not like mid okay. above average. So I'm going to put it in at a 3.2. 3.2. So just slightly above mediocre. <laughs> yes. Yes. And honestly, it only gained that because of the power drills. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the power drill on the because guitar. Because of the power drills. So right. that, that secured a 0. 0.2 higher than a 3.0. All right. So 3.2 for Van Halen's <laughs> Pound Cake. <laughs> I have such great think? memories of cruising around with that song <laughs> blasting, man. And by the way, I just want to say that our community, once again, you guys have such awesome song suggestions that yeah. everybody when we posted this in the group everybody just ah you guys all had i mean we could make an entire playlist just out of all your songs which we probably we may even just do because there was so many good songs yeah. shared in the group um with everybody sharing like their memories and different things they were listening to so that was that was really awesome. I brought back a lot of memories to see some of those songs too. It so can that be was our that was excellent. showdown cruising playlist. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, okay, so Fork Boy, uh, what before uh, before Power Windows, Amanda, not Windows. We are not that old. <laughs> Correct. I did misspeak, and yeah. that's one of the things I love about doing a live show. We catch all of the stupid things that I misspeak about, and yeah. you know, it's endearing, right? It is very endearing. <laughs> uh, he's also saying my my Buick had an eight track player. I had to go to Radio Shack. Remember Radio Shack to yes. go get the eight track to cassette adapter. Yes. Wow. Love it. Eight track to cassette adapter. Just like then, you had to get the cassette to CD adapter. adapter. So it actually, which was funny. So the car, we uh, when Madison had gotten her car, my, my younger daughter, when she had started driving her first car, which we actually just got rid of and finally died, was, uh, was, a, was a 2004 Lexus that had 148,000 miles on it. And it had a cassette deck in it and a CD player, right? So... She doesn't listen to CDs, nor does she listen to cassettes, but we had to get the cassette adapter so she could plug the aux in to her phone. <laughs> <laughs> it never ends. There will always be a need for adapter. It just was so funny to me to think about the technology and how still like it was like the total marriage of like old school tech, which was so like for us, like, oh, my God, you could to like to the phone. So it's like really, I don't know, it's like I, I found the irony and I thought it was really funny. It is funny. Yeah. I mean quite the move forward in technology yeah. in the last 50 years or so very Heck fun yeah. to see yeah so all right so with all that being said let me start diving into your first song pick to me the first song that you swapped with me and by the way i'm gonna just say i knew two out of your three songs this week so this uh, i was familiar with two of them the third one i was not which is no shock i'm sure to you Correct. considering it was very country artist based so wasn't uh wasn't my on my radar at that time however these two songs i definitely know them um mm -hmm. because one of these songs this song in particular torn performed by natalie Amrulia, released in 1997 talk about a song that was huge and everywhere mm -hmm. uh and this is actually uh my wife's one of my one of her favorite uh <gasps> she she does this on karaoke this is a karaoke song. For me. <gasps> yeah. Rachel. Yeah, Rachel does this to karaoke. So this is one of her karaoke go-tos. This is a staple. I applaud for her. you, Rachel. Yeah, 
And uh, funny, funny little bit of history about this song, though, because, you know, while we all remember the Natalie Imbruglia version, which is by far the most popular version, mm-hmm. she didn't write the song. She right. performed it, but she didn't write it. It was a song written. And the journey of the song is actually pretty interesting. So if anybody doesn't know, I'm going to share a little bit because according to songfacts.com, they've got this document. So in 1991, songwriters and President Scott, Le- Cut- Scott Cutler wrote this song with Phil Tornalli, a producer who had worked on albums by The Cure, XTC, and Edwin Collins. The song was first recorded by Danish singer Liz Sorensen as Braint, I think, and with Danish lyrics written by Elizabeth Nelson appearing on Sorensen's 1993 record under Sturgeon Estet. I can't. I'm, ter- I'm not going to even. I'm butchering that. That's it <laughs> sounded wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, then Previn and Cutler, and this is where I actually first learned about this because uh, – when I used to listen to Howard Stern all the time, he actually had them on and they came on and performed mm-hmm. Torn Live. So Interesting. Uh, Previn and Cutler then formed a, formed a band called Edna Swap, and they released the first English version of Torn on their 1995 debut album. Edna Swap got a little attention, but the song was released in Denmark again in 1996, this time by Norwegian singer Trying Rain with English lyrics. So then Torn found its way to Natalie and Bruglia, with the song's co-writer, Phil Thornally, ended up working on her first album. Natalie Bruglia, for anybody that doesn't know, is an Australian actress who was on the Aussie soap opera Neighbors from 1992 to 1994, of the same one Kylie Minogue starred in. We all love Kylie Minogue. Uh, Thornally, who had recorded, who had, who had her record the song, it was released as her first single in 1997, launching her singing career. Her debut album, Left of the Middle, was released in 1998 with Torn as a first track. Uh, Thornelli also co-wrote five other songs on the album and, and became one of the most popular producers on pop with a client list including Ronnie Keating, Brian Adams, and Mel C. He and Previn teamed up again to write the number one hit, Mama Do, for Pixie Lot. So, what I Ooh. did... What I did Phew. now, I mean, everybody, yeah, but it's an interest. Once again, it's always interesting to see, like, you know, you think it's such a simple journey when a song is written, yeah, and then it you know, was if performed you by so many people, it was performed by a lot of people. So, what I did, so I, I figured, mm-hmm. let me for, for everybody here today, if you've never heard the Edna Swap version, I'll play a little bit of that so Let's you can hear the difference because the Edna Swap version comes off much darker. Then the Natalie Bruley, which is a lot more like poppy sounding. So let me play a little bit of the Edna Swap version because I think people are gonna be a little bit surprised by by this one. So let me let me get that let me get that queued up. So these are these are the original songwriters. More emotional. I can see the perfect sky is torn. You're a little late. I'm already told. You know, I don't know if I kicks in here. So I guess fortune tellers right. 
yeah. seen this type of version to sing this song. What'd you say? I could see like Randy Carlisle trying to do this type of version. Yeah. I, I could definitely hear it too. I mean, and I got to tell interesting. you. <clears throat> I, I don't hate it. No, I mean, it's, it's definitely, it's interesting too. Like, so the original songwriters who then mm-hmm. performed the song, like their interpretation of it, right? So then basically from there to you know the Nally and Natalie. Bruley version which is mm-hmm. what a different vibe right so I mean different. I mean what a different vibe from like a darker much more serious much more emotional sounding song to like basically a, a, a pop ditty I mean the song itself is like it's not a happy song. Well, you be no, but her delivery is rather different for a but dark big, song. Right. Now, all of my karaoke, I'm very jealous that Rachel stumbled upon doing this. Because now I'm like, why didn't I do this with karaoke? It's a fun song. Yes, but is. even when you get to this chorus, like... Compared to like how Edna Swap does it, like it's like heavy and dark and this one would be blasting in my car. The other one wouldn't have been blasting. It's no. not really like a driving song to me. It's more of like I'm in my bedroom sulking yeah. sound. Right. But this although is... this one is definitely like, hey, I'm driving with the car windows down, yeah. cruising around Michigan, seventeen yes. year old Aman- Amanda Sharp. Looking for people to do one arm push ups with. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and I will say I have very sensitive ears. So my level of cruising with it blasting is like level probably nine, where Chris was probably level 30. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's cranked. Oh, like, well, that's too loud. <laughs> car rumbling. You know, you got to let everybody know what you're listening to <laughs> when you're a teenager. <laughs> so I feel like my cranking was so low. Yeah low weight compared to other people's cranking <laughs> i mean so big difference man on these songs though i gotta tell you like but i got Indeed. i like the song the, the song yeah. is great i mean and it's funny because like i said i hadn't even known about the other version yeah i, I had no idea I up and um, when until i heard them actually come on howard they were on howard and they talked about it and they, they played it and i was like holy smokes like what a huge difference uh, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's just, it's really cool. And I, I love hearing the, the progressions of songs like that. So listen, <laughs> this is a really good song. It's still fun. I mean, this is definitely, I put this in the category of target core, you know, this is a uh, music they play in target. So it's in a target core playlist for Very. sure. Uh, Natalie Bruley is torn for sure. <laughs> it, it is definitely 100. You're like shopping in target. You're like, Ooh, let me get some dog treats. Let me get some a uh, block of cheese. Let me get uh, some some graphic tea. You know, whatever. Yes, <laughs> all the things. All, all the things, things at, at tar- are Target. So yep. this is definitely Target core for sure. And then Torn comes on, and you're like, "Hey!" I'm and on all my the moms my age are just singing it. Yeah, they're if all singing hear, it. If I can hear someone in the other aisle, yeah, I'll go and do a little peek, and I'm like, "Mm-hmm." Yeah, I see you. Yeah, mom core. <laughs> That's what it is. Mom core, target, target core, mom core playlist. That that's what this One is. One and so, the same. Yeah. So where do I put the song? Right. Uh, rank it on it. I still think the song holds up. 
you know, for being released and having the journey it's taken, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like the song still holds up today. So I think it's a really well-written song. And um, and I do like Nat Amberley's version. I, I don't dislike it. I think the Edna Swap version is just very interesting. And mm-hmm. it's, it's interesting hearing their darker take on the song, which is actually kind of dark to begin with. Like, yeah. So I uh, I'm gonna put it up. You're you're gonna get a good rating on this one. Okay. This is gonna get okay. a four point two. Because nice. I do like this song. I think it's nice. a good song, very very well written, and you can't help but sing it when it comes on. I mean, this is a song that was definitely like when it came out played like crazy. Yeah. I mean, really really played. I mean, every time you turn on MTV, the video was on. Every time you turned on uh, VH1, the video was on. So yeah, really good tune. And this was one that was radio based for me. I did not have a cassette tape of her in my first card did not have a CD player. So I I just was dependent upon the radio to play this, but I have such great memories of going down Monroe Street, right. listening to this song and just singing like nobody was watching and probably everybody was watching. Everybody is watching. Or no one really was, but I don't know. I just... In your head, everybody was staring at you. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> like, oh God. <laughs> Good or bad. Good or bad. Good or bad. All right. Well, I appreciate the four point yeah. two. Thank you. No, so it, it's a, it's a really good song. I mean, it, it, I feel like it still holds up. So, I mean, you still hear it when you're shopping. <laughs> Comes on. We sure do. Hey, we got some comments coming in here. Um, Scott coming in and saying cassettes remind me of a few mixtapes. I mean. Yeah. Was there not, and we've spoken about this before, but we'll say it again, the art of recording something from the radio, the precision that your fingers had to like do all the magic and the timing. And I mean, the DJ had such a crucial role into preparing you for that song, getting ready to like go. Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely. A hundred percent. I mean, that was recording, uh, like making mixtapes is an art form. I know there's playlists on Spotify, which I, I love doing. I make tons of playlists and sure. even mix CDs, but like it definitely is an art. Is an art is. for sure. Yep. All right. Yeah. Dave coming in with have you seen the mime version of Torrent? I have not. I although have not I, I got a feeling Dave's gonna be sending that to us any Agreed. second now. Agreed. Um yeah, but speeding was her other story. Absolutely. Yeah. I kept my volume down at like a nine while speeding. Yeah. <laughs> And then Scott with Milfcore. <laughs> I have never in my life been referred to as a MILF. No. I wouldn't hate it. <laughs> not to your face, maybe. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm not dishing for compliments. I'm just saying I'm never usually viewed as that. Right. <laughs> At least not to um, your face. Not to not your knowledge. To, not to my knowledge. Not right. to your knowledge. So thank you for that 4.2. I love it. You are All welcome. right. So All diving right. into your second song. To My me. next song. I have so many thoughts on this song. So many thoughts. So, so many it thoughts. Is All right. Give it away by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Listen, I feel as if the way that I say give it away stems directly from this song. Because the proper give way. Give it away. Give it away. Yes. The proper way one should speak give it away is give it away. Yet I find myself saying give it away, like very quickly with the give it away, give it away, give it away now type of sound. So I feel like little does Red Hot Chili Peppers know that a whole group of people say give it away. Give it away, give it away. 
instead of give it away when they right. speak because of them. So thank you, Red Hot Chili Peppers, for the give it away. And yep. you didn't give like, it away. <laughs> didn't you feel so good when you could say give it away, give it away? Like you just felt yeah. like a tongue twister was mastered. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The give it away, give it away, give it away. Like, I mean, it's, yeah, it it's, was powerful. It's, it's got a great like role to it. Yeah. Instead it of give does. it away. Like it's, it works so well. Like can, yeah. Can we give it away? That just sounds yeah. so proper where I'm like deep into the, give it away. Just, just do it. it. Sounds so quick and efficient. And I really like it. And what I really like, well, so really this song has very little sus, like substance, substance, mm. substance to it. Substance. It's really just like, hey, give it away. And when I looked it up, I was like, ooh, it literally is just about, hey, give it away. Right. Give it away. You got it. Give it away. That's it. That's it. And I mean, what a wonderful message. And I don't think anyone really understood that that was the message when they were saying it because they just love the song so much. The song's great. It's a pretty song. <laughs> they don't really song. think that there's actually a really good message behind it. And I agree with Tony, the last good album from Red Hot Chili Peppers, 100%. Okay. And now I remember, I have great memories of hanging out with Tony and listening to this record. Because, oh. uh, so, we, you know, both having our licenses, driving, you know, <laughs> parking in uh, Morris Hills parking lot, high school, and uh, blasting tunes. And Tony's car was like, we all congregated before a class and hung out in Tony's car. And Tony would always have... Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers blasting out of his car, or Infectious Grooves, it. or Suicidal Tendencies, like, and we just all hung out there until we had to, uh, until we had to go in, and he'd be blasting, like, the album right before this, Mother's Milk, we'd always be listening to that, and then when this record came out, blasting this record, so. I love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, nothing like Flea on Bass, oh my god, yeah, Tony, 100%, so. Listen, I'm loving uh, One of our listeners was in a car with you, Chris, and you guys With the high school together, this. yeah. Yeah. Together. Yeah. And mm. Scott Rewald too. Scott was in high school with us too. <laughs> that is so special. Yeah. So uh but yeah, that it's this record, I agree a hundred percent. This was their last good record. Mm. Like, yeah. Ah, the good old days. <laughs> it's so it's you know, this is a staple even because this absolutely was played well beyond 91. Yeah. I mean, oh, it yeah. went well into when I started driving. Yeah, and this came out. I had the cassette. I remember getting it. And man, I this whole record, front to back, great. Awesome to drive around to. Every song on here is just excellent. And, you know, this was the first single, first music video from this from this record. Uh, music video is crazy. And it, but it works so perfect with the songs. The song is like, crazy i don't know if i've seen the music video ever because remember i wasn't allowed to watch mtv but th is it just them like acting like fools like just excited it's, and playing like crazy it's uh yeah it's like black and white and they're wearing like i guess we'll have to watch it it's it's uh it's an mtv staple for for sure back in the day but I yeah it's just it's them. them playing but yeah they're acting like you know that's crazy Having they're, fun. They're, they're acting like nuts it's it's okay. kind of uh it's like it feels like they're like in the middle of the desert or something playing this and they're dressed it's okay. all black and white and i think flea's got like mirrored like pants on it's it's pretty cool yeah <laughs> i love it <laughs> yeah i love it and you know i'd argue this song still holds up today i feel like even the younger crowd would probably find some level of interest in this yeah that's it painted full gold body paint yeah it, <laughs> okay I, I this song definitely holds up i mean i i I mean, they just played, I feel like it was just played. I mean, I think it was last year. I think it was last year, last summer.
they played Giant Stadium here, sold mm. it out. I mean, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, even though to me personally they haven't put out a good record in a very long time. I mean, they've had hits for sure, yeah, of course. But I mean, to still be able to to go on like arena and stadium tours and still sell out, you know, definitely goes and. This record, in part, this was the record because Mother's Milk, right before this, great record, but it wasn't the commercial success that this record really catapulted them. And um, and Under the Bridge is the song on this record that I mean, they released a lot of singles from it. So Under the Bridge is the one that like really, like kind of set them into like the stratosphere and like real huge, huge commercial success. Um, and being on MTV, I mean, MTV, they played the heck out of those videos. And so yeah. they just, but it's a great record. The songs are good. And I think they deserved all the success that they got from this record. And I always, I love the name of bands. Like, I think it's crazy when it's, yeah. let's name us Red Hot Chili Pepper. It's like, okay. Like they just looked in the house yeah. and was opening up cupboards and go, huh, Red Hot <laughs> okay once a drug stopped they went downhill in my humble opinion (laughs) yeah yeah they all got clean they were all uh good for them no good for them glad but yeah i think uh, definitely affected their musical (laughs) (laughs) the creative output but hey but uh but yeah great song and definitely remember cruising around to this one for sure i mean (laughs) how could i mean for me how i just couldn't it's good good song so I don't know if there's anybody who's not heard this song. I was but, just going to say know. the same but, thing. But I mean, here, here's a little bit. In case you don't know, give it away, give it away. I mean, the bass line in this. I mean, what a groove. Come on. I, I mean, it's just insane. Insanely good song. And this is where this would have been more of one of my like secret songs that I enjoyed because it wasn't necessarily like an Amanda song. They're like, oh my God, if Amanda's heard listening to this, what would they yeah. think? <laughs> so I would go from like a nine to maybe down to a seven to listen to this one and probably roll up the windows a little. I right. would not listen to this one with the windows down. This would be right. one of the ones I would enjoy with the windows up because right. I had a reputation to keep. You had a reputation <laughs> to uphold, you know. <laughs> Amanda's I'm... such a good girl. <laughs> she can't be listening to Give It Away by she the Red Hot Chili Peppers. She doesn't listen to Red Hot Chili Peppers. The nerve of such a suggestion. <laughs> yeah, so I did really enjoy this. And I can remember being in cars with people that listened to this. So a, a lot of fun song. memories from the 90s with this song. So where do I rate that with all that being said? Where do you rate it? This to me is not quite a five record. I feel like it's close for a lot of reasons, mm-hmm. but I think it's more because of the nostalgia of it, which is, hey, listen, how yeah. we rate great music. But, and you know, 50 years, is this still going to hold up? Maybe, maybe not. So I don't know that it would be on my eternal playlist. I wouldn't want to listen to it eternally. Okay. But it's a close, it's close. So I'm going to put this one in at 4.8. 4.8? I really, I enjoy it. I like it. it. There's a lot of fun elements to it. You have enjoyed this way more than I thought you would, so. See, so this one made up for pound cake. (laughs) Wow. Just didn't like pound cake, I just man. Just really didn't. Wow. <laughs> so four point eight. 
All right, 4.8 for Red Hot Chili Peppers. Give it away. Give it away, give it away, give, give it away, away Give it away, give it away. All right, so your next song that you have swapped with me. Oh, wait, <laughs> hold on before we get into I'm that. I'm giggling. Saw, yeah. here, here is Amanda's worried about her reputation and me dressing like a priest for a week <laughs> in high school. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> pictures of this that you could send me tony. i'd have to go back tony i'm i know probably has a picture of it but yeah that's oh right oh my gosh. oh my god i remember that <laughs> i remember that but why? holy crap well I'll let him tell that story that's a that's a story for for him to tell you but, <laughs> all right so your your next song to me is uh oh, i don't want to wait yes i don't want to wait by paula cole <laughs> Otherwise known song? as the theme song to Dawson's, Dawson's Creek. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I would just, this song was like, I gotta be, this song infuriated me because <laughs> you'd watch the, you'd be watching WB and a promos for Dawson's Creek would come and all you would hear is, I don't wanna wait. wait. And it'd be like every break. And I'm like, enough with the Dawson's <laughs> Creek, enough with the stupid song. I'm over it. Oh my God. <laughs> taking a good, taking a really good song and, and just. <laughs> completely shoving it down your throat um oh my, oh my gosh yeah so uh, i just i got so because it was always just that chorus because they would play it because it was a theme song so Creek, and it was just on all the time <laughs> and it was just like i can't i just can't if i ever have to hear i don't want to wait one more time so it's been years since I actually have listened so to this song. I can't. This is just so funny thinking of you at a younger age going, I'm never going to listen to the song again. And here 2023 on the Song Swap Showdown, Amanda sends it to you for dissection. Yeah. <laughs> sends it to me for dissection. I mean, honestly, it's not a bad song. It's a good song. Mm -hmm. It's a good song. Yeah. But we talk about, we just talk about Torn, but for this, but Torn even as overplayed as it was, it wasn't a theme song for a TV show. And that that's it right there. So while hugely successful, also I feel like, in my humble opinion, damaged the song because fair. that's fair. It was a TV song theme song, TV show theme song, which we just did that episode, by the way. Yeah. And this is a case where I felt like it it didn't help the song because they overplayed it too much. Yes. It was very fitting yeah. for the show. Very but fitting to for the your show. Point, like every second, yeah. it was shoved in your throat, associated with that. Where I think most people can't hear this and not think Dawson's Creek. Oh, even if yeah, they didn't absolutely. Watch it. Yeah, I mean, and listen, the the song itself, once again, really good song, a very personal <laughs> song too. Tony, <laughs> it, it is a personal song, and um, you know, and and like I said, it's not a bad song. I mean, Paul Cole, great voice. Uh, yeah. The song actually, and, and the reason how it got onto Dawson's Creek, by the way. So the show got onto Dawson's Creek because show's creator Kevin Williamson was a fan of Coles and asked to use it. We had no that no idea that it would be such a hit and that it would usurp the brand name that was Paula Cole. We had no idea it was going to be so huge. She told Song Facts, it was unusual at the time for a show to use an existing hit, and it just took over. It gave it a new life for another younger generation, and that generation wasn't aware of the fact that I had a career before that. So really. <laughs> been up to them to discover via the internet i guess uh what's unfortunate though but maybe fortunate for me not that i go and watch a lot of dawson's creek reruns but um if you watch the show on dvd or stream on netflix actually it's not on there anymore they took it off because they didn't want to keep paying the licensing they did it to Isn't, save money 
That is interesting. I have found that there's several shows like Charm. The original Charm is like that. They have yeah. taken off the original theme because they didn't have the continued licensing to play it. And I go, man, it does show the power of that song, though, because it just feels different when you don't hear it. It does because you're so used to hearing it. And especially like that time when that show was on, yeah. which I remember, you remember. Yep. Just talk about the promos, everything. That yeah. was the song. That was the theme show to the song. So. Yeah. When you hear it now and you watch it and it's gone, you're like, now, you know, younger, they don't know that they, that don't, they, know. they don't know, but like having grown up with that in that time, yeah, it's weird. It is. And I would argue most people watching it on the reruns at this point or streaming it are the people that grew up watching it. They're wanting right. to binge watch it a little yeah. go back there. So it is a disappointing thing when that crucial piece to the puzzle is gone. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. It's, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's crazy because it's just something that you just remember, you know, and the nostalgia. Yeah. And so when it's gone, that nostalgia is kind of like, I mean, yeah. the show's still there, but it kicks it off. It's the theme show of the song, you know, uh, and I theme, show, back, the theme song of the show. Yeah. And I, I tried to rewatch the series. I really did. And I rewatched it. And this might be a very unpopular opinion. I thought it was the dumbest thing in the world. Oh, I, I like, was not a fan of Dawson's Creek. I, I was not. But I mean, the, I the oldest all the actors from that show though went on to like have really good careers for sure that was the hey, launch pad for sure katie holmes i mean good katie goodness. holmes yeah yeah wow yes uh, just one of the many success stories but yeah it's it just hits differently at 42 i'm like wow this is dumb if my kids are <laughs> acting like this i'm gonna get a grip <laughs> yeah yeah i mean geez it's a lot it's a lot, a lot of a lot of drama for kids these age, but I, Absolutely. I don't know. Absolutely. I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's real life these days, but yeah. it wasn't like that growing up for me. It was no. a soap opera for kids. Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> this album, so in case anybody, you know, if, if you found this song not on Dawson's Creek, mm -hmm. it was originally released on the album This Fire in 1996 and charted number 11 in uh, the U.S. on Billboard Hot 100. So uh, the song was originally released as its own single. Um and had became its own hit uh and then yeah and then became even bigger when it became the theme song of dawson's creek which is which is which is wild and it is it's, it's actually odd it's according to this article i agree it is odd to use a hit song as then yeah. the, the song for a tv show but sure. listen it was a strategy that paid off because it made the sh this show a little bit more recognizable like yeah. oh i know the song and now you know watch this so all right so where does i don't want to wait ranked today does the song hold up i can picture a young amanda sharp cranking this song right this is you we're stopped at the stoplight together right and i got yep. pound cake blasting <laughs> and then i turn around and i hear i don't want to wait till our love's over can you imagine <laughs> if that became a mashup those two like our playlist neck to neck like yeah. our song one song two where they get like remixed right. together pound cake and i don't want to wait yeah mashed, like mashed up funny. together yeah crazy so mm. i could picture you singing this singing yeah. this one this is a good one so where do i rank it so i uh it's a it's a well-written song mm -hmm. i uh wouldn't say i was a huge paula cole fan back in the day <laughs> Although I do agree with Dave, yeah, I I prefer uh, "Where Have All the Cowboys Gone." I agree with song. that. Very good song, and I actually will say I like it better. But I understand why the song was a huge hit because it mm -hmm. is a, it's a pop song. It's it's got all it hits all the right notes. Sure. Um, but for me, does it hold up? 
do I like it? I mean, I, I never really would just go put the song on. It wasn't on my playlist to listen to. It was literally a radio. Like, you heard it everywhere, and it was a radio it was song. A girl song. Y- yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, I guess that, Without that's Without going gender stereotype. Yeah, but I think, it, it's but a, I think it's, that's fair. It's a fair way to put it. So, I mean, for me, it's, it's not like it's a bad song. I'm just not a, like, it's mm-hmm. not something I would have chose to put on mm-hmm. to my playlist or CDs sure. or mixtapes and all that stuff. But I do respect the song. So, mm-hmm. and I was sick of it for a very long time until Amanda <laughs> played it, picked it for me. Uh, but I mean, listen, I, I'm gonna, I'll give it a three point five. Okay, I mean, that's fair. It's not, it's not a. I wouldn't say it's like a. It's it's a it's a bit above for me listening mm-hmm. to it. It's it's a little above mid. I mean, it's you know, mm-hmm. it's I guess it's my pound cake. It, it's how I feel. <laughs> how you feel about pound cake is how I feel about this song. Understood. And you know what I will say is when I was freshly 16 and just enjoying belting this at the top of my lungs behind the wheel of my vehicle, I felt like I was singing it with authority, like I knew what I was saying. And now listening to this as an adult with almost 17-year-old son and years of marriage, like I just feel like this song itself and the message behind it is fantastic. Oh, it's a great it's a great story. And actually, if you go and watch the original music video for this song, it's like it's about vampires and being immortal and stuff like that. It's, it's, <laughs> it's actually pretty interesting. I am. Um, and I think even when I think of the cow, his um, Dave's suggestion where you're saying, where have all the cowboys gone? Like even appreciating that now in my 40s is going to be different. I think I'm going to need to go listen to this entire. Yeah you know, record from her because I feel like it will give me some new appreciation. So I accept that 3.5. I really do. Okay. Yeah. 3.5. I know. Yeah. I, I saw Tony saying it. If you score this song above a three, I believe you were getting too nice, buddy. <laughs> because when I hear Sorry. this song, it does associate to a TV show, just like driving down the parkway and hitting she's quake service area and smelling Staten Island. Now, and those, that's what I love is though the uh, stories behind the memories of the song. Cause we all yeah. go back to a place. A place in time. <laughs> That's to your 3.5, I believe. Yeah, yeah that, that face is to the 3.5. He's like, ah. Yeah. I mean, listen, though, I am great. I am going to, I like I said, I'm rating a song on the quality of the song. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not a giant fan of the song, but I don't hate it. I just sure. don't choose to listen to it. <laughs> Which leads me into your third song to me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a perfect lead into your last song. Thank you for taking the words right out of my mouth for yeah. me. <laughs> um, which is Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. So, yeah, I know this is like one of these. Everybody's going to be like, wait, what? Like, has Amanda ever heard this song before? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure Amanda's heard this song before. But if we're talking about songs we were listening to when we got our license. Exactly. This, was- this record came out in 1991. And I remember the local radio station. Now, I'm going to say, was I a fan of was Nirvana on my radar? I'm not going to be one of these fake fans who say, oh, I was listening to Bleach before. No, I did not know of Nirvana. I did not yeah. listen to Nirvana. I didn't know Bleach, the first record before Nirvana. I literally heard Smells Like Teen Spirit for the first time on WDHA 105.5. And they had said, I remember being like, there's a new new record that came out from a band from Seattle uh, called Nirvana. It's a really good song. We all like, I remember them playing it. And then I was like, yeah, this is really good. This is like kind of the stuff that I like. It's like it's not metal because I do want to paint a picture. In 1991, I was very deep into metal and hard rock. Like that was like now while I yeah. did listen to some punk and hardcore, 
the main things on my radar were, were metal, like like Metallica and Anthrax and mm-hmm. thrash metal stuff and and even some death metal. And then I was also listening to hard rock, like still Guns N' Roses and Van Halen. So I was kind of in those worlds. And hearing Nirvana was like, wow, this is like, this is like punk and all the hard rock stuff I like. This is really like, this was like fresh for me at that time. And, uh, and I remember going out and buying this record, like, and being blown away by it, blown away by, by this record. And, you know, I know it sounds corny and cliche to say it now, but I mean, at that time, at the time in 1991, Smells Like Teen Spirit was unique and it was refreshing. <laughs> I know it's hard to say now, but in 91 it was. Because it was, it wasn't what was on. It wasn't what was being played on the radio, and it wasn't okay. actually even what was big at the time. I think refreshing is a very interesting word to use, but I can appreciate why you're saying that. As a it's person just, who listened to your type of music, right. it was something new and effective. Kind of like when um, maybe Taylor Swift entered the country world. There was something it's new just, and unique about a new new season yeah. of country coming out. It was different because it also took a lot of like the indie rock stuff, right? Which sure. I listened to some of the indie. I was into like the Dinosaur Juniors and th- like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that to me was like, I always knew that you were never going to hear like that stuff, on, which actually then wound up becoming on the radio, which was hilarious because Nirvana mm-hmm. actually then said, oh, let me go. F-, and this stuff started getting played. But like, at that time, Nirvana was an underground band who, like, mm-hmm. indie rock band, like, who just got huge, and for the right reasons, because the record is phenomenal. But, like, sure. really dialing it back, like, it, when it came out, everybody, it was just, this is cool. This mm-hmm. is different. I like this. It's not, like, boring corporate rock stuff. Yeah, exactly. I remember talking with Word about the song being played at Headbangers Ball right after Pantera and laughing about it. Yeah, exactly. It, <laughs> but it was. It was like, what is going on here? You know, the video's crazy. It's just, and and the fact that it became as massive a hit as it did, like, it's just. I mean, we all know the story. You don't need to rehash it. But in 1991, when I got my license and I and this record came out, I was definitely blasting this one. I had this on cassette. <laughs> Very interesting. So I have memories of the song. Obviously, I did not blast this in my vehicle. I didn't even listen <laughs> to it in my vehicle. But I have memories of being in a vehicle and listening to it because I w- was able to hang out with my older sister more than I think what a lot of sisters allowed. And I would ride in the car with people she was with. And of course, they would kind of. Yeah. Her boyfriend at the time was Mark. And we'd be like, Marky, Mark, Marky, bunch, you know, just be stupid. <laughs> or at least that's, I don't know if I said ever said it out loud, but that was what was in my head and um i remember having this crush on the guy that would always be in the car with him and we were in this tiny little truck so i would have to like four of us would be sitting so that we didn't wear seat belts at the time sorry everyone like i know it's important it was just a different time it was a different time it was a different time and so i was like <laughs> so close to him and i thought i was the coolest thing in the world listening to some nirvana sitting next to a guy that i had a crush on for no reason other than he was an older guy wasn't even attractive. It was so stupid. It was an older man. It was an older man, which I <laughs> always was attracted to. <laughs> um, that's a whole different show. <laughs> but yeah, so I have memories of this. But for me personally, right. it's not like, while I have memories of it, it was just fun time memories. Not that I memories of like loving this song. Um, so if nobody's listened to it before ever in the world, maybe we should spin a little bit and just... <laughs> 
listen to a little bit of Nirvana. Smells like Teen Spirit. Just in just in case there's one or two people out there who have never never heard this. Absolutely. Song. And when I was googling, I did find out that it was basically written with that they were just out with a night of shenanigans, and one of the bandmates just basically came up with "Smells Like Teen Spirit" after they had been drinking all night, and they all snuck a little bit from the activities of the night before. So here we go. In case you've never heard this before. I can say, like, I do appreciate the sound of it. I just think it goes on and on and on and on. It's actually not even that long of a song. Oh, I guess it is. It's five minutes. It's a great song, man. You, you could play a couple of those notes yeah. would be able to. I mean, that's that opening chord progressions. Like, so many kids learned how to play guitar from this song. Oh, I how empowering This inspired a generation of kids to start bands and play guitar. Which I love that. I really love that. I mean. Hello. <laughs> I mean, man, what? It just. It's like. Song holds up, man. You know what I feel like it is? You mean it's for the song performance that I want to like, just gonna sing it like no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy daughter uh, <laughs> coming in. That one person. <laughs> that one person who's never heard smells like Teen Spirit. They're, they gotta be out there. <laughs> Alex, they gotta be out there. It has to be one person who's never heard Teen Spirit being like, I've never heard that song before. Who is this band Nirvana? Maybe I should check them out. <laughs> Maybe your daughter's aging younger. <laughs> right, exactly. Maybe there's a a a, 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 a 16 year old who's like, I've never heard this song before. So. <laughs> I love it. Maybe. According to our statistics, there's about 20% of people between the ages of 16 and 19 who listen to this show. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So they probably won't hate the rating I'm going to give now. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So I All do right. have some nostalgia with this. I can 100% yeah. see you having your windows down and enjoying this musical delight um at the level of 30 <laughs> at the, <laughs> oh yeah this is cranked <laughs> i can assure you i did not listen to this in my vehicle ever and if it came on the radio i would have you know manually turned the knob <laughs> manually Off? yeah there like, was no there was no skippage so you, it's you literally it's literally like, like a man has got the radio on and then this it's like and now we're gonna hear this and it's like and then <laughs> skip <laughs> yeah you had to like i had to physically yeah. turn the knob to get to the other station and it then it, like it goes people. she goes oh nope 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 pass it on that next song oh there we go that's oh, what no. i want to hear yeah no, that that's great. yeah <laughs> well and on our playlist it was funny because of course i listened to it on the way to wherever i'm going yeah. and this song came on, and then the next one is Brandy's. Yeah. <laughs> the the, the really Katie Snow, chill, like, Katie version. Shaw. I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, our playlist is so eclectic. I yeah, from it. Smells Like Teen Spirit to Katie Shaw. <laughs> You're a fire girl. I'm <laughs> in the Western Bay. Like, yeah. so funny. All right, so where do I rate this? I give this song. Okay, let's see. I let's actually didn't see. realize that, Dave. Great trivia. If the, did you realize that the theme song for Futurama smells like Teen Spirit played on Bells? I, well, uh, I didn't know that. I did not realize that. 
Wow. I'm not a huge fan of Futurama. I love Futurama. I never realized that, Dave. That's an awesome piece of trivia. Interesting. See, he knows. Dave knows. Dave, man. Dave coming in with with some gold right there. He he throws us bones all the time. Like, he's just so great. Love it, Dave. Thanks for sharing it. All right. So I'm going to put Teen Spirit. I'm really, I'm a little stuck between the 3.0 on this one to like a 3.8. Like the range is pretty high. I cannot go in the How could you that. rate this song mediocre? I can't. No, average. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give this then to the highest that I'm willing to go, which is simply a 3.8. You. <laughs> wow. All right. That's almost a four, and I feel like I'm being very generous. Jeez, you're rough today. <laughs> Sorry. But look, I gave 4.8 to your second song. To yes, me. you did give 4.8 to Red you Hot know, Chili Peppers. Give it away, give it away, give it away <laughs> now. <laughs> so, okay, 3.8. That's right. where we're at. Okay. All right. Very good. You have spoken. <laughs> You have spoken. All right. So your your last and final song to me is not a song that I was familiar with at all because it isn't a genre of music that I could tell you I a thousand percent was not listening to in 1991. Do you know when that I got was my something that I did giggle about? Because when I threw this on, one, you would have never just cranked this in a vehicle ever. No. It's a very girl song. But the fact that it was country and a girl song, I – could never have seen 17-year-old Chris even having an open mind to being, even listening, like, even if a girlfriend was like, can we please listen to this? You'd have been like, no, hard no. Yeah, I don't even know. I Yeah, that would definitely would have been a hard no. <laughs> <laughs> definitely would have. I'd be like, ah, you us do it on your own time. Um, <laughs> D- Dave, real quick, just go back to Teen Spirit. Dave, feel happy with Ooh. mediocre Chris. If I was rating it, Nirvana would be a 1.0 dumpster fire. Dave wow, Dave, with a controversial statement. He is like, this is hot garbage. Dave, you know, if I didn't love Chris so much, I may kind of have been on there with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, here it goes. See, too nice, Chris. Yep, you're right. I was too nice about Paula Cole. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Which means I get to take my wrath and fear out on this next song. Sorry, Lila. No. So, so uh, honestly, uh, I I uh, I'd re- I'd never heard this song. It was, it was not something on my radar at all. Um, I didn't know who Lila McCain was either. Like it's you know sometimes you give me country artists, I'm like I at least recognize the name, even though I don't know the yep. song. But yeah, I didn't know much about her either. But uh, doing some little bit of research on on uh, Lila McCain, right? Lila McCain. Yep. Um, yeah, interesting. She was um, she was actually 16 when she made her country music debut uh, with the song Down Came a Blackbird. It was the first single from her 1997 record, really Lila, which is a best-selling album for a debut country artist. It went platinum and earned her a comparison to Leanne Rimes. Uh, and uh, this song was the first of 12 singles McCann would net on Billboard country charts. Her most successful was I Want to Fall in Love which is this one, which peaked at number three on a U.S. country charts and number one in Canada. She then followed it up with a 1990 song with you, which also cracked the Billboard Hot 100 for pop music. So crossover before Taylor Swift. Uh, However, a third and fourth singles from the album, a cover Sheena Easton's Almost Over You and Mark Shapiro and Gold team up. Yippee Kaye did not perform well on the charts. McCann returned with something in the air in 99 and complete with 2000. So, um, yeah, didn't know the song, but I will tell you, um, listening to songs, now I listen to things 
with a much more open mind than I did mm-hmm. in 1991. Whereas if you yeah. probably gave me this song, I would have thrown it right out the window. You would have, which I was said, if you had given me this a CD, me. I would have been like, what is this? What, what, what am I listening to here? <laughs> That's exactly what would have been. I was definitely a much more of a music snob back then for sure. <laughs> I went, what is this? <laughs> Why are we listening to this? Oh, can I just pop this in the cassette deck? What is I, Get this out of here. This, get this out of here. Polluting my polluting my 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 vehicle with this get music. This and yourself out of my car. <laughs> yeah, you could just get out. Just get out. Welcome. But we're on the middle of the highway. I don't care. Get Doesn't out. matter. Just get, get out. out. You're on your own. Uh but my I'm no longer like that. I'm older. I'm much more mature. I'm much more open. I'm not I'm not so much of a snob that'll pull over on the side of the road and kick you out of my car. You would anymore. no longer leave a lady on the side of the road over a song. Would never do that today. <laughs> today. <laughs> but but I actually found this song to be um like I found myself liking it, you know, like okay. appreciating today's it. years, right? Sure. I appreciate it. I, I thought it was actually pretty catchy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's got a great voice. I, I found the chorus to be really, really like actually pretty memorable. So mm-hmm. I, I like the vibe of the song was was definitely fun. So uh, mm-hmm. let me play a little bit of it because I'm not sure how many people know this song. Um, <laughs> there we go. Uh, everybody's I'm, I'm starting to pile. Well, stop that, Chris. Give Amanda your true ratings. <laughs> He's gonna start putting the memory or the memory of what I've rated your other yeah. songs. In the- no, but I, I listen. This show's about being honest, right? So, yep. once again, would not have listened to the song back in the day. I wouldn't have just voluntarily listened to this today unless Amanda gave it to me. But the days of me throwing it out the window of my car are over. <laughs> Kind of, that was. I mean, I I would say that this is definitely typical for the time. You know, this came out in 97. This is, sounds like 90s country crossover stuff to me. You know, I felt this probably more now in my car than I probably did it. Yeah. Like, here comes, here. Yeah. This is all I see is Amanda. Oh, he sees Amanda driving around Ida. <laughs> Finger guns. <laughs> now, now she is. Watch out, Ida. Amanda's. <laughs> Amanda stepping out. <laughs> I want a phone. Yeah. So. Oh, oh, good. It's happy. It's it's definitely positive and happy. <laughs> I I no. I, listen. I I get it. I get it. Would I voluntarily go and listen to this song on my own? The answer is no. Okay. Understood. Right. Understood. Yeah. Tony, great. This is girls' night at the old honky tonky with two dollar margaritas. Yes. You just painted the picture perfect. A 100% Where? that. Amanda, even though I, Amanda's drinking $2 virgin margaritas, though, because Amanda does not yes. drink. So but she's a karaoke night at the <laughs> old honky tonk. <laughs> I yeah. can, I used to, I, I'm yeah. sure I could pick it right back up. I used to headbanging Amanda light. to this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Amanda's headbanging. Okay, to this. so let's just talk about that because it's not inaccurate. So imagine like a 16 year old to 18 year old boy pulling mm-hmm. up to me and i was not pretty 
at 16 to 18 to 25 to 30. Like oh, I stop. had, no, I, stop. Mm, I don't think I was actually somewhat attractive until I probably hit 35. But anyway, I don't like this self-loathing. I don't <laughs> No, I mean this in the most accepting way. Like, please just understand what I say. Those things, <laughs> I guess made an effort. So when you look over and then you, some 16 year old boy who's fully expecting to maybe pick up a chick or something in the car next to you. And you see me singing this song first strike against myself to the fact that I'm head banging to it. <laughs> Second strike. I'm in a Buick century, like proud as can be on a pillow. <laughs> Cause I'm too short to see over the to this song it, to this song. I mean, and we wonder why I had to pick up Marcus in the parking lot doing one arm pushups. <laughs> On the pillow. That was cool for me. <laughs> Honest to God. Oh my gosh. I cannot stress enough. <laughs> and this led to one arm push ups in the park. Yes, I had to go big. I had to make changes. Mm hmm. And that was because my sister went into the army, and so we would do some push-ups together. And that's the mm -hmm. only reason I learned how to do the one arm. Hmm. Well, it paid off. It paid off. I got you invested, it. and it paid off. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the stories I share on this show. You got you got a husband out of that. <laughs> yeah, I sure did. Marcus regrets it every day of his life. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he doesn't. <laughs> he wouldn't agree. <laughs> Oh, poor Marcus. <laughs> poor Marcus. Every episode. Yeah. <laughs> Tony oh, had boy. already put that in the comments about 30 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yep. So that's yeah. that's where we're at. Girls, it's a Betty Sue's bridal <laughs> birthday. A million yeah. percent. Yeah. That's it. Oh, my Man. gosh. Wow. Yeah. We get derailed. Alex is saying, so I peaked much. at 10 and it all went downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, Dave's it. coming in. I can't believe a man who oh, was ever unattractive. That is such a Dave comment, though. Look at Dave. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Yeah. But I feel you, like Dave. he would say that regardless <laughs> out of our support for us. Oh, man. <laughs> Love you, Dave. <laughs> All right. So where am I ranking? Where am I ranking Lila McCann's I Want to Fall in Love? Listen, mm -hmm. not a bad song. Um, not one that I would voluntarily go I definitely feel like it's girls. I, sure. I agree with I agree with Tony's painting of this picture. It's yeah, the girls' night out, the old hockey tonk with two dollar margaritas. Sure. No, and by the way, nothing wrong with that. By I mean, the yeah. way, I don't. I'm not. I don't. I don't agree to anything negative about that at all. I think it's great. Percent. Everybody should have the rally song. This is Amanda's rally song. <laughs> and I really do like "Down Came a Blackbird." Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Um, not my rally song, but not a bad song. It's not a bad song. It's not a dumpster fire. It's not a two. Mm -hmm. We put that out there. It's in the threes for me. So fair. I'm gonna give it a three point two. Okay, I can. I receive that. I really do. And that's not a revenge rating, by the way. No, that, that's just it's it. how I feel. It's how I felt <laughs> going into today, and it's how I still feel about it. Yep. But I don't think it's a. If it came on, yes. I would no longer kick someone out of the car for putting it on. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And you know, this is about, this episode was about our playlist that we were jamming to. This wasn't, I don't think I could have stacked it to win it. 
because what I was listening to was what I was listening to. <laughs> hey, no, it is. It, it is what we and listen, we're dying back the clock a little bit. And, you know, we're still, we're still fans of this stuff. Um, it's what we would have been. Once again, the theme of this was basically we got our license. What are we cranking? Right. I just got my license. I got my car. What's on my playlist? What am I blasting out at that time? This is what I was blasting out yep. at the time. It's what you were blasting out. Absolutely. At the time. And I have since reconnected with Lila on the good old yeah. TikToker. Nice. And she came back and, you know, she has since said that basically her career ended most mm -hmm. part because they told her there wasn't room for her in country music. Like there were too many other stars or whatever. And I go, oh, man, I really wish she would have a better manager. So she um, got out of the music. I mean, outside of those few things that continued, but it was sure. nothing like the success of this, right. this particular album. And she's actually very successful in real estate down in Tennessee. So I think that's super yeah. fun. Little connection. And Absolutely, it's kind of yeah, fun nice kind of seeing her as a older woman now on TikTok to give that perspective sure. of what that little 16-year-old singer, you know, was yeah. feeling at that time. So it's fun. Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, listen, and the fact is, too, she she did something very few people can actually say they did, For which sure. is have hit records, hit songs, number yeah. three on Billboard. I mean... It's not easy. And the fact that she did it, she's always going to have that. So, you know, kudos to her, Absolutely. man. Kudos to her. Yeah, Absolutely. for sure. All right. So that wraps up this it, week's ratings. Yes. Um, and if you we are do, at 11.8. Yep. Okay. You're at 11.8. And I am mm. at a piddly 10.9. So you are the winner of going back in time and feeling the freedom of driving back in 91. Congratulations, I had, sir. I had hair then. <laughs> I had my my mullet. I had a flowing mullet back in the day. I had it all. I had I had all going on. I had my jean jacket. <laughs> I was gonna ask, like, was your hair blowing in the wind? Because I know I was. loved loved that was feeling, like. Kind of like when you first were able to ride your yeah. bike alone. Oh, yeah. For the first time, that, that win and the freedom like that you felt by that. Yeah. And then to get behind the wheel, something that almost every kid dreams about doing for that first time. And I had a, I had a July birthday, so the windows could be down. And that experience of just that right. wind and oh, the smells of freedom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chris had a mullet. I had a mohawk. Dave, you should tell your story about how okay. you got almost okay. arrested. So let's hear the story All for right. everybody who's stuck in there. All right. Tony said, sure. So do your story and then I'm going to share Tony's Tony's picture. Okay. So this was when I was a little bit older. Say like, because right. this is I, I now know Marcus time. Right. But still like rather into new into right. my driving experience. Not, not married, not not engaged Correct. into Correct. New, new and still. Yeah. Courting. And this was, right. I think, officially before we were even like truly, truly dating, before right. he broke me up and the other person. So I was going, I was trying to be in two places at one time. So I had an engagement at, with my one friend needing to go meet Marcus afterwards. And my friend was actually like a girl. She just had like a little party thing. Right. So I got lost on the way from her house. So I ended up north instead of going south. And so I had to stop at this really gross place. I don't even remember what it was. And I was like, how do I get to Telegraph Road? And they're like, oh, honey, you're way off the beaten path. I'm like, that's why I'm asking for help. Because this was before the phones, right? Like We had maps and written directions. <laughs> we had maps. And I maps. didn't have time to look at a map. I needed to be where I needed to be. So they're like, okay, take this to this to this. I finally get back to mm -hmm. Telegraph Road. 
and I'm like way north. And so I'm like, all right, I got, I got to pick up some speed. So I was cruising, cruising. I was doing probably 85. Right. In a 45 to the point where the cop that I passed and I was like, oh, crap, didn't even probably clock me because he just could see. He just he just knew you were cruising, Mm -hmm. cruising. So I did what any normal new driver would do. I try to flee and then I pull into a parking lot, blockbuster parking lot that was in like a little strip mall. Yeah. And I park into the first parking spot I can find in the middle of a bunch of other cars. and I turn off my car and like hide. (laughs) It was instinct. I don't know how I did it. I just knew to do it. Wow. Rain. This man wasn't going to find me. Then he goes, <laughs> my window. <laughs> Where you were like, were you like leaning down, down to when he knocked on the window? I was down. <laughs> I roll down the window. The roll of shame. Trying to figure out how I can describe. What am I possibly going to say? Why were you going so fast, young lady? I was lost. <laughs> Those were the first words I said. Usually when you're lost, you don't speed up. And then I said the dumbest words after saying I'm lost. I was hoping you would pull me over to help me. <laughs> and what did he say to that? He goes, then why did you pull into this parking lot and hide? <laughs> hide! I, I don't because the parking lot was safe <laughs> wow you know what just uh, he was like just stop talking <laughs> yeah, he, he had his pad of paper he's like young lady I could be pulling your butt in jail right now but instead I'm going to rat you a ticket for this <laughs> I was oh like my thank god. god thank god and so this is the kicker I didn't want my mom to know I got a ticket right so Every day while I was at work, on my break, I would drive home real quick, check the mail, and come home. Because I knew the ticket was going right. to come in the mail. Or whatever, like, whatever was associated with the ticket had to come in the mail. I think I had Yeah, it, it comes in the mail. Day, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, for a month, I had to do that until it finally came. And then I could, like, pay for it without right. knowing. Because I had my own insurance. So, she would have never Right, right. You're on your own insurance. And then your insurance points go up and all that. And- Wow, you did luck out. When, I, in on, what world were my answers appropriate? I don't know. See, I agree with Tony though. This is what this is the move that you should have done. The, the cry with cleavage. There you go. I was too busy saying. <laughs> I hope you would have pulled me over. That's that's the move. <laughs> that's the move. That's how I got Marcus. That's <laughs> not how I got out of the ticket. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, uh, maybe Amanda would have been in more trouble in high school. Oh wait! Oh, sorry. Yeah, Chris Weiger. Chris and I would have been buds and probably gotten into a lot of trouble. And then he goes, "Maybe Amanda would have been more trouble. Would have been more trouble in high school." I, I have yet to tell Owen the story because I I'm well, so embarrassed hopefully by he, it. It's a good thing he doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. He's not going to hear it from here. <laughs> well, Amanda, you definitely looked. I mean, I've definitely had my close calls too, but I I never pulled anything like that. I. Oh my gosh! It was instinctive to flee. What does that say about me? It just means that you were a kid and you uh, made a dumb decision. <laughs> That's it's it. Just without thought, though. But, but you're a kid. Kids make stupid decisions. You're yeah. a teenager. It's there's a reason why we say stupid teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> it was so stupid. <laughs> 
yeah. But hey, the the point is, is you, you didn't go to jail, and and it's now it's a fun story that we can tell on our podcast all these years later. I know. I hope yeah. it was worth the wait, everybody. Yeah. I hope you guys still view me the same as when you started watching this episode. <laughs> so you want to see a picture of Tony yes. Forkboy? Yes. All right. Yes. So here's here's Tony. Where's our Tony? Right there. Oh my god! Right here. What a baby oh, face! Yeah, that's Tony. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Go down Tony. a little, a little bit down more. There. What a good, good Tony. That's Tony. Adorable. <laughs> Adorable, and he's <laughs> and Tony's coming in with Michigan and snow globe water. I'll blame it on the snow globe. Yeah, <laughs> we're talking about a, a woman who drinks snow globe water. <laughs> Still. But but did I die or get arrested? <laughs> no. <laughs> in both remarkable. instances, you took a risk in both, and they both paid off. I've yeah. always been a risk taker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You've always been a risk taker. So, oh, oh, my gosh. Well, thank you for sharing that story. I, I know that you and I could go on and on. I have definitely stories. You have like We have lots of driving stories. I know our community here, I'm sure you guys have been listening to this, and I'm sure you've all had uh, amazing stories. Yeah, Tony and me and my Ooh, hair flip, dude. Good yeah, hair. yeah. Definitely. Adorable. You yes. both were adorable. Still uh, are. Yeah. No, he still is. You he's both still, are. He's still Stores. adorable. <laughs> I just wish I had hair. Um, but uh, but anyway, uh, great show today, Amanda Sharp. Um, a lot of fun. I hope everybody out there who's been listening to us and hung in there for this whole show <laughs> also found it as much fun and found the nostalgia fun. Uh, we do have one more thing left to do, though, Amanda. What is What do we have left to do? Okay, but you know what? I meant to say this too oh. before the show because next Monday is it still technically November? It is still November. It's okay. after Thanksgiving. Um, okay, so I figured do a show. Okay, okay. Yeah. I was like, are we going straight into Christmas? Are we doing? Are we doing one more regular? We're thing? doing one more regular okay. show, and then we will start the holiday blitz. Does that sound good? Uh, I'm willing to agree to or, that. Or does, the, you know, I guess we should have asked the community this, but. Uh, I think one more show. I think you're right. I think you're one right. One more regular show, and then yeah. we do the holiday holiday blitz. I like it. Okay. And we'll spin, we'll spin a holiday wheel to pick those themes, and we'll do a special episode on that. I like that. Okay. All I'm right. trying to give away our regular shows because I love Christmas so much, but I, right. I can deal with it. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's do the wheel of show themes. <laughs> All right, everybody, here we go. Spinning the wheel of show themes as we do at the end of every show. And yeah, uh, this will be our last regular, I guess, theme show of the year, I suppose. Well, maybe. I don't know. We'll figure it out. However, this is our, we're going to do this, and then we'll do a special spin the holiday wheel, much like we did for Halloween, and we will pick uh, some holiday-themed shows. So we will post that in the Facebook group so that way you can all give us some ideas for special holiday-themed shows, and we'll put them on the wheel, and then we'll spin it three times and pick – or four times, whatever, and we'll pick pick our, pick the – next themed episodes and tony's comment for god's love please one more regular show well you got it tony <laughs> <laughs> one more regular show it's all right for you <laughs> all right here we go let's spin the wheel and see what next week's show theme will be <laughs> well the suspense the suspense all i can't believe how full that wheel is every time uh, uh. Spins. oh what do we got wow oh going way back in time this is we're 
83 years back in time. Wow, 1950. 1950. Wow. Okay. I don't know who all put right. that one on. Year my mama one. was born. Okay, so all right, so listen, we're we're picking songs, swapping songs with each other that were big in the year 1950. 1950. Okay. I mean, there's definitely a lot of good tunes back then, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So this yeah, bring means... on the Bobby Vinton. Yeah, exactly, Tony. Right. So, huh? yeah, I think this will be a good one. This will be fun. There was a lot of great songs mm -hmm. written in 1950 and wow. uh, probably more than we would even. Yeah, so Dave is saying 50 or 50s. Well, what, what do you think we should do? You think we should just do the year 1950 or should we make it the 50s? I, I'm really open to either. And you, you know, know what? Let's do the 50s. Let's 50s let's open it up. Okay, yeah, back in time, 1950. Mm -hmm. So it would have to be a song that was released between the years of 1950 and 1959. So let's let's do that. I, I agree with Dave coming in with that. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, I like that. And I'm going to try so hard to find some hidden gems to give you. Okay. Because obviously we both know the 1950s hits, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take some time and dive a little deeper and try and find us some music that both of us maybe have not listened to that we can add to our playlist. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I think it'll be fun. You know. So yeah. So let's. And like it, it. Uh, are we doing holiday nineteen? Because there was a lot of Christmas music released in the 1950s. <laughs> Tony, is that allowed? <laughs> <laughs> but all right. So, but though there was also a lot of really great rock and roll, a lot of great. So, so we'll, we'll keep it, we'll keep it non holiday related, okay. I think, because okay. we will be doing a bunch of holiday songs that will be coming up. So, we'll be doing that. So, next week's show is songs from 1950, back in times, 1950, 1959. We'll be swapping songs with each other from that time period and then rating and reviewing them on a scale of one to five records. We will post this in the Facebook group as well. We'd love to hear your suggestions and see if any of those will make our playlist as well. And then we will do a special, we'll announce that too, a special spinning the wheel for holiday shows where we will pick our next three to four holiday themed shows. I love it. Yes. And I just have to say, and I'm, I know you will echo this. This show has been an hour and 45 minutes long, and yeah. we have had people tune in the entire time. And so this is almost two hours of your time. You will never get back. And we are so thankful you spent it with us this morning. So thank you for being here. Thank you for these comments. <laughs> yeah. This conversation has been so much fun this episode. It always is. But yeah. the extra dialogue we got today just has been phenomenal. Absolutely. No, you guys have been absolutely great. And uh, we really appreciate you. And and I know Dave, I mean, Fork Boy, I'm with you. Christmas music <laughs> is the worst. I, I, I will say I love Christmas music, but the idea is that we're going to do some really cool themes. Yeah. And so we want to do some theme ideas. So that way it's not just holiday, but you know, so like last year we did different themes and we even did the one which I would love to do a part two of which was funny uh holiday themes uh funny songs and we yeah. did that mark ronick stepped in and we we had a great time so you know we want to make it theme based so that way you know we can mix it up a little bit more maybe make the song uh choices a little bit more interesting than just the typical holiday fair so. and i will throw this out there I, for the last two decembers <laughs> i've gotten super sick yeah and someone had to step in for me so just in case that happens again start throwing your name in the hat for chris to have somebody to be as the co-host i'm gonna try my best because no one wants to be sick no sick this year i that's what i keep keep saying like, well, i'm gonna do it I'm no gonna sick this year I'm gonna make yeah. it 
no sick this year. So, all right, everybody. Well, hey, thank you all so much for for hanging in there in this uh, longer uh, edition of the show. But you know, it has been a fun one. A lot of great yeah. stories to tell. And we're so super appreciative of all of you. And yeah, thank you once again to everybody who has taken the time to hang out with us and hit that subscribe button and that like button and the follow button, wherever you listen to us, especially on YouTube. Uh, you guys have just been absolutely amazing. And please keep the suggestions coming, keep the feedback coming, keep the engagement coming. Coming, You guys have just been absolutely incredible. So really, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. It's just uh, in insane how mm -hmm. uh how much uh we love you all and how much support you've you've shown all of us shown us so it's just absolutely great so thank you guys appreciate thank it you. yeah so make sure you check in next week uh for another live version of chris and amanda song swap showdown right here uh wherever we're on youtube we're on facebook uh check us out on the live version 8 15 a.m eastern center time of course always check us out on demand or on the go wherever you get podcasts and we will see you guys next week. Get notified every single time we drop a new episode of Chris and Amanda's Song Swap Showdown. Just hit that follow button wherever you get your podcasts. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the show, please use the email address in our show notes and we'll get right back to you. And last but not least, please feel free to follow us over on our social accounts on Instagram and TikTok at Song Swap Showdown or join our ever-growing community in our Facebook group by using the link in our show notes. Thanks for listening.